0: Musical Insights.
1: This is Mark Cridlin for Musical Insights, and I'm chatting to Tobias Sammet of Avantasia. How are you?
0: Hello, hello, and thank you for having me. Uh, I'm doing great. It's a lot of work right now. i um, promoting an album, doing a lot of interviews and press stuff, and um, yeah. But it's it could be worse. It could be raining, and it could be a shit album. It's a great album, so uh, yeah.
1: It's uh, it's all good. Excellent. Now you released your brand new album, uh, Moon Glow, on February the fifteenth. What can you tell us about that album? Uh, what's been the main focus and inspiration whilst writing it? It's a
0: great record. I think uh, it's uh, of course every musician says that about the new album that he's promoting right now, but uh, I have to say it's a very intimate album. And at the same time, it sounds paradox, but it's also a very flamboyant album. And um, I have to explain a little after the Ghost Lights after the Ghost Lights tour in 2016, when I came home, I felt a little burned out. And it seemed like I had no idea what's going to happen next, but everybody else seemed to have. And that was a bit, it was strange to me. I was scratching my head and thought, that's not, you know, um, it was the lethal pace of my early days in Ed Guy and in Avantasia that um, had made people... Um, become used to uh getting a new release every year and so on and uh so i made the decision that i'm gonna have a break i said i'm not i'm not gonna do anything i'm gonna um build a studio in my basement to find a hobby and um that boosted my creativity and so i wrote a lot of material that i thought was going to happen uh, as a solo album was going to become a solo album but after a um after a while, I realized that I have a solo project called Avantasia. It's just a little more flamboyant, a little bigger, and it has guest musicians. But um, it was really, it was really exciting to to write without a deadline. I did not have a record contract for Avantasia. I did not have a record contract for Ed guy and I just wrote. And um, it all it all happened on the go. It became bigger and bigger until we had so many songs. And I thought, I'm afraid we're working on a new. Um, Avantasia record and my inspiration I think i of course I was drawing a lot of inspiration from um, from what I was reading and what I'm really interested in as um, as a consumer reading wise and I'm really influenced by uh, the the great British writers of the Victorian of the Victorian revival of the uh, the gothic novel Arthur Macken and Algernon Blackwood, all these Hammer Studios movies kinds of themes, you know, dark, sinister. And I was writing a a story about a a strange character that was a a homunculus, so to speak, who was uh, created into a world that he couldn't find an attachment to. And that was for me, a perfect vehicle to write about not fulfilling expectations myself. So I found a vehicle to let out my own thoughts and and feelings as a as a as a well, as a human being. I wrote some of the stuff um, in in my own studio uh, that I had just built for the record, um, or um, as I said, as a hobby. Um, and you know it was it was a very creative. Um, process. I was going to England quite often, um, spent time in London and Birmingham to, um, to compose and to just, um, you know, uh, tickle my creativity. And uh, I was hanging out in old Victorian buildings and uh, I went to the pub and, 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 and wrote, just wrote and captured ideas that were flying around. I took my equipment uh, with me. Um, to to the to the well into the hotel so and um, i recorded there some of the stuff i recorded there i wrote there preliminarily but um yeah it was weird but you have to do weird things i have to do certain things to tickle my creativity i'm very 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 dependent on my environment i cannot work under every environment i know i got the reputation of constantly writing and working at a lethal pace but Actually, it really, really, really needs a lot of work and you have to cherish your creativity and be nice to it. And I have to tickle it. And yeah, I was in London and um, and also we, we did some some of the stuff I recorded in Hamburg. I was working with so many different musicians. Um, Jeff Tate, for example, formerly Queensryche. He was coming to um Frankfurt, we rented a studio in Frankfurt. We worked there. Uh, with Yorn, I worked in Wolfsburg. I rented a studio there. Some of the musicians, some of the singers worked in their own studios. Candice Knight, for example, worked in New York. Um, Eric Martin uh, of Mr. Big, he worked in um, in San Francisco in a studio of his choice. Bob Catley, he recorded where, where he always records for Magnum in Birmingham. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's the album of a thousand studios and still it's not an internet file sharing project. Uh, we really, really made sure everything gets done properly and did it the old school way, you know, and preferred, preferably um, being in one room with the other singer.
1: That's usually the best way to do it, really. But uh, hey, uh, as always, you have an impressive range of guests on the album, including old and new names. You know, some people may never even heard of some of these people. But uh, what can you tell us about them and who were the most excited to get onto the album uh, this time round anyway? It was
0: great to work with all of them. Um, It was great to work uh, with, with, uh, you know, Hansi Kirsch of Blind Guardian. It's the first time I've worked with him on an Avantasia record, I had worked with him before on an Ad Guy record, uh, that was in '97, I believe, 21 years ago, and we always spoke about we were friends, and we always spoke about getting him on an Avantasia record. It never really fit. There was it was either he had no time, or there wasn't the right song and the right role and character on the record. Now it was time. We spoke, and he said yes. Overdue, let's do it. And um, also, of course, it's always great to work with Michael Kiske. Uh, he's a friend of mine. He's been on every um, Avantasia record so far. And um, yeah, it's it's just you send him something. He doesn't leave his house. He he records in his own studio as well. And you get something back. And there it is, Michael Kiske, uh, Eagle Fly Free, uh, Halloween. And uh, yeah, and that's what it sounded like. It's it's just great that type of song is in my DNA. I've always been a huge fan of Halloween. Working with Jeff Tate was great as well because um, when, I mean, we worked together before and uh, last time he was recording his stuff in his own studio. And um, that was that was cool and everything. But I thought when we were sharing the stage um, one and a half years ago in 2017 with Avantasia, I suggested to him, Jeff, if I'm going to do an album again. And there might be an album again. What if we hook up in a studio together and we work in the same room together, so we can develop something and can push it to new limits? And and he was completely fine with it. He said that's a great idea. He's an old school um, worker, and that's what we did. That's we hooked up in, in in Frankfurt in a studio, and it was just great. And you you know, you're standing there in one room, and all of a sudden, Jeff Tate. Queensreich is singing your songs and i'm a fan first and foremost i'm a fan myself i'm a music enthusiast and um and that was just great there was this guy who had sung uh, silent lucidity and, and operation mind crime and all of a sudden he is and he's a nice guy he's not only a great singer he's also a nice guy a wine lover and um yeah great it was just a it was great to put the record together. Of course, Jon Lande, uh, Bob Catley of Magnum, it's always great. Candice Knight, for the first time I've worked with Candice Knight on a record. Um, it's, not, it's not a Celtic ballad, actually. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's a different, you know, a, more a straightforward rock song that she worked on um, or that, that she is on. And uh, yeah, it's, every collaboration had something special.
1: All right, but who's been the most unusual collaboration this time? Who's the most unusual guest you've got on this album? The most
0: unusual collaboration um, may have been uh, the one with Mila Petrosa of Creator. And um, it is not so unusual because we've worked together before and we're good friends. Um, It it doesn't seem like it when you listen to the the style of music that he plays and the style of music that I play usually, but we are friends. We get along very, very well and... um, we had worked together um, on Ed Guy's Hellfire Club album. He had done some guest vocals uh, for it, and we had also spoken many times about him being a part of Avantasia throughout the years. But there was, there was there's never been the right song for it, and this time it was there was the right song. I, called him up and said Miller now it's the time you have to do me a favor you have to sing on an Avantasia record and he it was great because he's very very self-secure and relaxed and everything he said yeah but you got to give me some time because you don't get to sing on an album with Michael Kiske and Bob Kettley and Jorn Lander and Jeff Tate and Eric Martin all these singers every day so so that was really funny to have um to have Mila Petrosa actually worrying about not delivering the goods, which he always did for, I mean, he's been delivering the goods and creator for 25 years, He's a, for 30 years, I think. He's a professional and, um, yeah, he's a, he's a great singer and it's a nice new flavor to the sound of Aventasia.
1: Excellent. But um, how do you feel that this album compares to your 2016 album, Ghost Lights?
0: I never really sit down and compare two albums. Um, because it it, it doesn't make sense. I've never approached music as being the Olympics. I've never tried to outdo anything i had done in the past, because I did my very, very best in the past. And of course, all my previous albums are legendary. So, (laughs) so uh, I, I, you know, it's I'm proud of anything I've done. And, um, and I cannot really compare it. It's just, the evolution is just the next step it's something and also it's something different and at the same time some people it's really funny because when you talk to press people some people say oh it really reminds me of that album and it's really close to that and it could be could be a continuation of the last album some other people say oh it's something you've never done before everybody perceives music differently and i don't really know how i Perceive this album compared to the previous one. All I can say is I love them both and they are both different to me. They have a different atmosphere. They have a different um, attitude. They have a different feeling. They have been written under different circumstances. And at the same time, you, I believe you can feel and it's the same person who wrote them and who composed and, and produced them. And some people would say it's the same guy who stole his own ideas from 10 years ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now, um, just back to the questions. You're going to be returning to the UK in April for one more headline Avantasia show. So what can we expect? And have you got any surprises reserved for the fans? I'm so looking forward to it. It's going to be a great show.
0: It's going to be a huge stage production. It's an arena production that we have to squeeze into a theatre in London. (laughs) <laughs> because, because it's a smaller place in London. It's just the Forum. Um, because, I don't know, in England they haven't discovered our um, brilliance yet. <laughs> so, uh, no, seriously, uh, it's, it's a great show. It's a great production. And uh, we will have a great lineup. There will be Bob Catley of the legendary Magnum. There will be Eric Martin of Mr. Big. Ronnie Atkins of The Pretty Mates, Jeff Tate, formerly known um, of Queensryche. You all know him the guy who invented that type of singing. Um, there will be, um, you name him, Ronnie Atkins of The Pretty Mates. I think I, I just said that. Um, Adrian Cohen, a great, great female vocalist, very, very diverse. Uh, she's going to blow you away. Um, there will be um, Oliver Hartman, Herbie Langhans. I will be there as a vocalist. And it's, as I said, it's going to be a great stage production. We're going to play um, around three hours, probably 23, 22, 24 songs, depending on how many we can squeeze in long songs. We will not shy from playing 12 minutes, 13 minutes songs. Um, yeah, it's very theatrical. And at the same time, it's not boring. I mean, of course, theatrical doesn't always go hand in hand with being boring, but theatrical is always on the verge of being Spinal Tap and then a little boring, even though Spinal Tap is never really boring.
1: But you get the point. It's going to be exciting, I hope. <laughs> oh, most definitely. So I'm just going to say thank you very much for chatting to us today. You've been a star and uh, hopefully the London gig goes really well. So thank you very much for uh, chatting with us today.
0: Thank you for having me. Thank you for your support. And, uh, well, I hope everybody can enjoy... Moonglow, give it a listen, everybody. It's worth being given a listen because it's a great, great record and um, I'm really proud and uh, it doesn't get better than this in the music world. (laughs) So, No, thank you very much and uh, see you all in England. To undo what I thought
2: I believed in Wild and cold is the wind That'll blow my conviction away musical, insights.